The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain Wrestling brain, oh baby, it's a great yeah. week. I'll tell you this, Josh. I'll get this out of the way early. I was just telling yeah. you that I have a uh, sort of a bigger take. It's a great week to be crying about wrestling this week. It's a beautiful thing. We got a lot of we got a lot of admission of crying on AEW television tonight. We had CM yeah. Punk crying in the in the. I'm uh, fired up to talk about crying and wrestling. It's my it's my raison d'être this week for the show. It is wrestling brain. I'm your boy, the okay. Zoobs. I am joined as always with. Mr. 50K, Josh Custodio on the West Coast. Welcome to the Brainiacs. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm fucking ready to go. Fired up to talk about AEW Dynamite. Let's just be clear, though, Zooms. I would never cry. No. Let's just, yeah, we're, we're talking, you know, to, you know, here and there sort of thing. No, Zooms. I mean, a radical uh, two back-to-back nights out of AEW wrestling. I thought this played like a, a post-pay-per-view show. Somebody in our Twitter mentions over at Wrestling underscore Brain said that this played like a Raw after Mania dynamite and i i don't know if it quite hit quite those heights for me but it was something approaching that right so of course so much to dive into with you and the branding side i'm excited to hear what this giant take is zoobs this uh <laughs> you're you're that's uh the zoobs is not one to to dress things up hyperbolize to when zoobs says hey i got something meaty He's got some media, so I'm looking forward to that tonight zoobs and of course diving into all of aw dynamite bottom to top with you and the Brainiacs, but Zooms, let's not bury the lead here. It's also round two of Merch Madness tonight. And let me say, it's round two of Merch Madness. If you were here last week for eight, for Double Dudes, we did, you know, we did both companies at the same time that were in brackets last week, right? We did the New York shirts and we did the Impact shirts, basically one after the other last week to get those brackets taken care of. I have to split this up. We cannot mm. put... Control mm-hmm. your narrative shirts next to other company shirts because <laughs> listen, I we talked about this again in in merch matchness last week. I'm trying to seed them right one versus eight, two. There's no seeding the the CYN shirts. There's people were certain the every shirt you've seen. Yeah, every shirt you've seen is the worst shirt you've ever seen. It's it's really something. It has to be its own bracket because it would be for uh, like the eight shirts that are in the bracket of control your narrative would be the final eight shirts. If I did broke it up any other way, it's unbelievable stuff. So huge merch matchness, including the AEW shirts, uh, the eight worst, which I will say somebody DM'd me today. The Jericho appreciation society was let me like immediately put this in. Um, it happens, but oh, so much to talk about. You are right. Yeah. And we are here to talk about the brainiacs. We have three subs to thank Maddie Mac 16 months. I mean, Maddie Mac talk about the, 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 the sword, the, the ax, 
of the of the chat um thomas w our moderator as good a time as any to remind people if you're going to be transphobic racist homophobic any of that shit you can hit the damn road maddie mack will bring the axe down on your head before you can say is this happening if you're on the fence thinking is this a little risque to say the answer is yes do not do it we'll have you out on your ass soups and that's a damn promise thanks to maddie mack we got uh thomas w resubscribing 13 months 13 months in a row wow so that's back. That's back February twenty twenty one. Whatever we were talking about that time. And and hey, my name is Will. Fourteen months. That's that's day one stuff. Hard to wrap my mind around when you say stuff like that, Zoops. Partially because I'm dumb, but then also because it just doesn't feel like that's over. That's a year and two months by my count. That's a yeah. long time. It doesn't feel like we've been doing this that long. We're finishing up the first quarter of twenty twenty two, Josh. We're entering the third month. I don't like that. I. Doesn't suit me. <laughs> anyway, let's. That's the Brainiacs that have sub. We appreciate all the subs. We appreciate all the follows. You can see at the bottom of the screen how much we have each one of those. We have to ask our Brainiacs who earn their keep. They they we get our takes off. You say I have big meaty things. You come in here every week with these great deep thoughts about the business. We also want to know what the people in the chat think. So Josh, I think it's time to ask them. Like we do around here, best off the top of the show on a scale of one to seven, one being the worst and seven being the best. What did you rank tonight's Fallout episode of AW Dynamite? Revolution, a show that I think delivered across the board, whether you have it as your pay-per-view of the decade or not, is maybe the only sort of division I've seen online. (laughs) Um, So, but, but, you know, that cost money. Tonight's episode of Dynamite didn't cost money, but it did cost time. Yes. Um, And listen, you, you... You have the gift of gab. You have a receipt. You can get your money back. You can get your money back in the right situation, right? Of course. You're not, get, you're not getting the time back. There's no bartering. I, There's no receipt. I, so in many ways, it costs – I was going to say more, but it also costs you time to watch pay-per-views, right? Well, yeah. I suppose, I suppose pay-per-views are sort of double-dipping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll get to the scores uh, in the chat. We have uh, mostly six, two, two sixes out of the top from Ruble MJ and Hey, My Name is Will. Five from good friend Jake. Five and a half from Sever. Uh, six from C. Suppa. Then back-to-back fives from Nice Boy Online and Macman Thomas, who I just mentioned. He had a six. Brick Mittens with a six. Five and a half from Danny Madaw and Kevsell. Five from Paceball. Chain Mall don't know the six. America is so bad as well. Five and a half. Maddie Mac and Dennis. Dirty work. Fives. Five and a half. Uh, I'm going to say five and a half is sort of your average score here. Some more sixes and sevens down at the bottom. Chain Mall owner. As I said, Jay's Retro going strong with the seven. I love to see that. Jack Black. First time chatter. He's got a six Jack on the board. Black. You, you, you said if you listen to the mailbag episode, you said who yeah. would you want to guest host AEW Dynamite. You said Jack Black. Um, now seven. he's here. Seven six would have been six if a crowd was better, and then, then a couple more sixes. Maddie friggin' C, Lucas or Luke, I don't care. Area Thrasher, uh, Aria Thrasher, as as they prefer to be called, uh, with the five. So I'm going to say a five and a half to maybe five point three, maybe is your average score there. I think I rate a little bit higher than that. It's I'm pretty easy to be talked into a six here, and you could maybe talk me in the door of like six and a half, um, not down from seven, but up from six. I think, uh, as you said, a strong Fallout show. Some stuff that I, you know, maybe the the heights didn't hit. We got three title matches. You got a title change. Uh, you got, um, you know, people on the post show after the well, no title change. You know, this perfect revolution card, no title change. Here's your title change, bang, <laughs> and it's <laughs> so. Uh, I had a good time. I had a good time with this with this show tonight. I was in a good mood the whole way. Gotta say, I love a username that tells you how to say it. Lucas or Luke, I don't care. That's good stuff for, for me on this end. That's good stuff. Oh, I know what to do here. Hey, Luke or Lucas. 
It's very all, all due respect to Area Thrasher. Of course, we love you, right? You see that, and the brain does go Area Thrasher. That's that's where my brain goes. You see, Lucas or Luke, I don't. Get, oh, there, I, I know, you know, a brilliant username. Uh, but with that, Zeus, before we dive in, I will ask if you are here for the first time, consider dropping a follow for us. We are on the road to 2,000 Brainiacs around here. We'd love to do that. Hot weekend of Revolution. Pick up a bunch of new names. See some of them around here today. Thank you for coming back. Uh, but would very much appreciate a follow, just like somebody did it. Peter Rothschild. Peter Rothschild. Thank you so much. Peter Rothschild showing out what's done. I say, that. I say, can you please do this? And Peter goes, let me show you an example. I appreciate that. And you, Peter, if you're here multiple times, we'd ask that you consider a subscription. It gets you our emotes bar. You can watch all of our VODs on demand. If we hit the post show tonight and you go, boy, this is a little late. Well, guess what? You basically have a podcast waiting for you tomorrow. If you have our VOD and you can do that via subscription old school style or subscription with Prime. That reminds me, Josh. I'm glad yeah. you I'm glad you brought that up the way that you did because we give obviously we give all our roses to the not, to the people who show up and are here live the the hardcores the people that are part of the chat every week we love we love our we love our folks that are here every week they're the most important folks to us and they give us such energy and 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 so much of the show and then we talk about the nasty casties a lot right we talk about the nasty casties who listen to the podcast they don't get the extra treats. They don't get the games. They're not gonna. They're not gonna hear control your narrative. Like, control your narrative. Shirt night tonight. Oh yeah, they're missing out tonight. We sometimes forget to shout out the subscribers who watch on VOD, who are some of my favorite people You're in right. the whole world. Because they, you know they say they are. They might be they, the biggest number. They say I, I gotta see that. I can't. I can't just have the podcast. I gotta be. A, I gotta be a part of this. I gotta. I gotta read the chat as it comes up on screen. I gotta be. But but they are like. Things in my life prevent me from watching this live, but I will make sure that I subscribe and watch. We appreciate you, VOD Nation. Yeah, Zeus, you're right to call them out. Respect to you, the VOD Nation. And uh, McVander Hughes really paying a giant compliment here that I'd like to, uh, you know, rub my own ego with. Great yes. community. Amplifies my enjoyment. That means a lot to me because I have that for... Uh, I don't know if you all have like fallen in or out with loves, but you still listen to the podcast of the thing. My relationship sure. with soccer is a little bit like that right now. I don't watch as much as I used to or anywhere near it, but I still intake all the content and the, the discord. I mean, this sort of thing. And if this is that for somebody else, that, that means a lot to me. So uh, that's a huge credit to our community who's here. Yeah, that was uh, like reading about it without watching. It was my relationship with wrestling for a long period. I was like, right, right. It was sort of what I was, what I was doing. And then it, you know, it, the writing about it gets and the coverage gets good enough. We're like, okay, I got to check this out. Um, and here we are at this point. And if we're that for you, I agree. Uh, amazing. Now, with all that out of the way, Zooms, the plugs yeah, are enough. done. It's time to get into the good stuff as Hurt Chris Jericho follows the worst music you've ever heard in your life and cures it, rinses your ears with the, uh, what will I say here? The song Judas, a uh, strong sort of a foreshadowing of a segment yet to come. Jericho's out <laughs> talking about how his match with Eddie Kingston was his best AEW match. Uh, Eddie Kingston awoke the me that I was hoping to that would come out. He talks about how he regrets not shaking Eddie Kingston's hand as there was this whole angle about respect. He wants a chance to make it right. Now, before Eddie Kingston comes out here for the handshake that Chris Jericho called for, I just want to get your take what do you think of the just Jericho promo here before we get the Eddie Kingston splash into the equation? Uh, gender, I, you know what? I, I, I think I even tweeted out like I'm, I'm in if we're going to if we're getting Jericho is going to go on a run here where he's like the Japanese legend run where he's like, I don't take a ton of bumps. It's going to be mostly strikes and chops uh, and I'm going to play the hits. It's sort of that that like I'll be the tough if he's going to become like tough old guy versus like. 
you know, I think the I think the instinct for a lot of people who grew up, they they sort of want like bratty prime Jericho to be the Jericho that they see on screen. Right. But like that was so long ago, and he his thing is so much about moving forward and evolution. If the next step for him is going to be like the all Japan veteran. Like the the I I'm into that. Obviously, it changes direction, but that's how I felt coming out of that promo. And I I I was super excited to see Eddie because I just pardon me to see Chris because I knew I was like ah oh, Eddie's coming out, and I can't wait to hear from Eddie Kingston. Eddie does come out to what I think is probably the biggest reaction on this show, maybe even including Jeff Hardy <laughs> literally debuting. Uh, no, the Jeff Hardy pop probably was bigger, but wow, a huge reception. For Eddie Kingston out the gate here as he comes to claim his handshake in a four pillars shirt. This guy understands what we want out of him. Uh, he talks about, you know, we're doing a mutual respect angle here. I don't know if you, or I know you did Zeus, but I don't know if the people in the chat caught Eddie Kingston's promo that they put out on Twitter today. Yes. Outstanding stuff as usual. I absolutely recommend going and seeking that out. I retweeted it from our account earlier today. Um, Eddie Kingston talking about how he saw what Jericho's talking about. This is the Jericho that he wanted to see, and he's happy that this is what he got out of him. I thought this was a good back and forth. Eddie, the better promo talent, but not drowning Chris Jericho here. But then 2.0 and Daniel Garcia are out. They're remembering that Eddie Kingston does not like them or anything about them, really, and they lay the smackdown. A lot happens here, Zoobs. Uh, where are you so far in the segment here? Are you enjoying this? Are you, I am beaming is what I would say I was doing when 2.0 yeah. came out. Um, if you will remember, the reason that this match is happening is because of 2.0. That's absolutely and, right. And Daniel Garcia. <laughs> they would not stop bothering Eddie Kingston. That's exactly how we got here. And then they would not stop bothering Chris Jericho. <laughs> I said this on Twitter. I send Matt Lee, like when he posts on his Instagram story. I reply to it with a compliment as I would any of my friends. Does he ever uh, give him the double heart or anything? No, doesn't doesn't need to do that for me. It's, I understand. Guys, now, guys you wouldn't do that. Blue you do that for any other celebrity. <clears throat> almost never. Yeah, basically almost never. Incredible. I love that. Um, but I do. I have started replying more. I'm, I've become. I'm sure you noticed. I, I've replied to people, big celebrities, when they announce things with just like, I, cool. It's very or good, good, I think. It's nice. I, it's, it's a, yeah, I think they probably think of you as like a very normal guy in that instance. Everyone else is saying something and you're just like, cool. Nice. Way to go. It makes you it makes you feel like a bigger star. Just two guys talking, right? Well, one guy talking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, I was beaming. Uh, as I just said, sort of, I was like, oh, I can get talked into this Jericho, that idea of him. And I thought, Eddie, as you will see in the title of, of this stream, crying about wrestling, admitting that, admitting that, uh, you know, the reason he showed up, I loved it. I, he pulled out the, like, I wanted to go back and, and I think, I think I you probably understand this and I understand this is like, if you want to change something about yourself, you have to recognize the moments that are the things that are the version of you that you aren't wanting to be right. Yeah. He was like, I, 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 Friday night, I didn't want to, I wanted to, to go back to my hotel room and like eat poorly and drink and party it up. Cause I have this big match and I went building to, an excuse for yourself. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, because you're you've already you know exactly right. Um, that's how it works. And to reference that and then be like, I, I met people at Fan Fest, which I'm sure is a true story. The Fan Fest stuff and the people that he's for meeting, sure. I'm absolutely guarantee that's that's real. Um, is everything we love about Eddie Kingston. So I'm already I'm already like I got everything I love about Eddie lately. I got I'm totally into the direction of Jericho going, and then I get 
they wrote me in. It's 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. And I'm like, yes. Uh, <laughs> with the built-in, I I love the the rationale now that I I've tweeted this to you, but um, the rationale of the last two people Jericho went up on the stick against is Eddie Kingston and Matt Lee, and he's like, whoa, I got I can only do this, I only do one of these two guys, right? I, I can't do both. And he was like, I, I better right get call. I better get Matt Lee on my side. Uh, he got his, he got a taste and was like, I can't do this again. Yeah, and it was bitter, I think, for uh, old Lionheart. Uh, just to further on the Kingston promo, I watched a, I don't know if anybody else saw this, but High Spots uploaded uh, an, an Eddie Kingston shoot where he's being interviewed by All Ego Ethan Page from 2018 to their YouTube channel this week. It's an hour and a half long. I really couldn't recommend it enough, not only because he shits all over PWG, but uh, he's genuinely, <laughs> he explains the Chris Hero situation, which is why I suspect they uploaded it at this time. Uh, really worth watching. That's on the High Tops network. He's also loaded drunk in it, and it's uh, it's anchoring to see a guy. Again, credit to them for uploading it because it's it made me resonate more with his promo today because uh, I think I've said this on here before, but like most of my family are addicts, uh, and the the well, or, say, or they are sober and with the Lord now because they used to be an addict. It's it's one of the two ways you go. Portuguese and, Jesus is powerful. You're not kidding. Yeah, water to water to wine and then back to water, if you know what I'm saying, Zeus. Um, but when he talks about this, like, not a fear of success is such a weird term because it's like, okay, yeah, if you're not successful, you have this fear of success. But I, I do resonate with it. Like, I, I like keeping things, oh, success on my terms because if I'm playing by my rules, I can't fail, right? And I resonate with what Eddie Kingston's saying in these promos. Like, when he's fired up in these ways... I really feel like spiritually I understand the sense of what he's talking about. And uh, it's just very cool to have. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love this in the chat. James Castor 3, Jericho's promo sign off. That's entertainment is actually RJ's Diddy's catchphrase. Maybe a hint. We saw RJ uh, involved in some of the lead up to Revolution. Uh, strikes me as somebody that may be involved. We'll see. I, I, I'm into it. I mean, I'm into all these guys. I would do uh, I would do that. Uh, anyway, I just want to just say – Beautifully said on your end. Um, oh, yeah, man. Thanks. And a beautiful reference. Uh, good friend Jake echoing sort of um, I'm interested in Eddie in a way that uh, nobody – I'm not interested in anybody else in wrestling. Um, he, the storylines of – I love this from good friend Jake who always has good taste, calls in, uh, very calming presence. Uh, the storylines of Hangman and Eddie have a very similar trajectory of learning to be confident in yourself. It's not a bad thing if that's the case. It rules, honestly. I fucking love this from Eddie tonight. It made me cry. Such a hero. His story resonates so deep with me. I think that is yeah. perfectly stated. And yeah. listen, the three people have, that's three of us now that have just sort of said that about Eddie in, in what was probably a 90 second promo, maybe less. Um, he's amazing. I don't know. I, 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 you know, Qui Gon, Gin and Juice, uh, wonderful night for guys having emotions. Eddie's incredible. Rio's promo, also tremendous. Yeah. Uh, Wardlow, like, basically, like, tells a heartbreaking story. Like, if, if, you, if you turned up to Ro Wardlow's story instead, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, a great uh, night for that stuff. And that was sort of... Regal? We'll get to it all. Yeah. But let's... That was, uh, yeah. I, I, also wanted, I also want to throw in... Sorry, I, this was the, the no, one thing please. I wanted to throw in. This is exactly yeah, what yeah. I was talking about, sort of. Um, how much I appreciate and love that this company is, like, leans into this stuff in, a, in that way of, like... And we were all able to say it. Like it, it rocks that these guys are coming over and crying because they love wrestling so much. Did you? And and it starts with me, with uh, uh, and it was Torque Penderloin in our chat who pointed this out. It was like if you liked the Punk match, you have to watch the Punk post game press conference from Sunday. You have to. He's right. 
He's he is he was on this show tonight, and I was like, I don't care, man. He la- he laid every speck of his heart into it, and he is sobbing three or four times. He's sobbing in that interview, and like, you know, that's the times when you're something means something to you, and you finally let it out, and you are crying. And the fourth time you're crying, it's like you're, you're actually laughing. What am I doing? Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah I've had that night. Um, it's it's truly truly like uh, affecting, and and. It's played in a way that is authentic and genuine to everybody, and it allows you to connect with these guys in a, at a level that I have never experienced in professional wrestling. And I think sometimes I don't say that enough. It, what's happening now is like unbelievable. The, the the depth of the stories these guys are allowed to tell, and the 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 raw emotions that are allowed to go into it, and the way that this stuff is handled really is special. Um, and and. Eddie, it's pouring out of Eddie Kingston right now. You can't, you you can't not get it if you point a camera at him right now, and it uh, it means a lot to me. Like I, it's crazy. Now I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna start crying about wrestling, but it it means a lot, and uh, I'm just so thrilled with tonight's show for that in that way. Uh, and we'll, again, we'll talk about it with Regal as well. But that was sort of the big thing. It's, it, it had been boiling in me since seeing Punk talk about it, and it was going to just be a Punk thing. And then tonight happens, and I was like, you know, I I really do want to get out that like. These guys love this so much, and basically, I think all of them thought what's happening right now is never going to happen. There's no way. There's no way Eddie Kingston thought this was ever going to happen to him. There's no way CM Punk thought he would be able to come back and be like, "I love pro wrestling so much, and I always have, and I could admit it, and I can celebrate it and do it." There's just no way these guys thought this was happening, and it is. And they're at spots in their career where they can realize it and appreciate it, and it's it's really generating some stuff that that is to me incredible to a point that i have never really seen close yeah uh they're my two favorite wrestlers right now cm punk and eddie king so as long as cm punk's active i don't think he'll get dethroned there um but i don't have a ton to add to what you said there so well eddie kingston does just but and again he goes into this in his is uh this interview with ethan page about uh, you know, some guys think I'm lazy in ring or I, I can't work or anything, but no one will make you care like me because when I am promoing, I am shooting. Absolutely everything I'm saying is grounded in reality or I'm pulling it from something that in a way that other guys just aren't. And those words just echoed in my mind. Like I think CM Punk is, but besides those two, I, I love John Moxley. You can be a bigger fan. I think these guys are a cut above promo-wise right now. Uh, and it's great to see. But Santana and Ortiz run out in this segment to make the save on Eddie and Jericho, who are being three on two. Well, Jericho hasn't decided, but 2.0 is beating down. But then Chris Jericho turns on Santana and Ortiz with a baseball bat. The inner circle is over. The Jericho Appreciation Society is here. 2.0 aligning themselves with the influencer, with the newly found Lionheart. Uh, Jake Hager was here too. Uh, they do a pretty gnarly-looking powerbomb on poor Eddie, kicking off what I think is going to be a pretty kick-ass six-man feud here of 2.0 and Jericho versus uh, Eddie and Santana and Ortiz. All good stuff here. Somebody brought up the closing line on Jericho's promo, but the line before it, I think, is great, too, where he looks right at the camera and he goes, this is the Jericho Appreciation Society, and that was entertainment. Uh, really good stuff here. I thought if you're going to continue to have these opening promo segments at the, to start Dynamite instead of matches, they have to be great. And uh, this one was. This was a, a great segment. I like that. And we'll get into this stuff a little later on. Um, we Tonight we closed the book on the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle. Both of them was like, all right, it's done. Uh, I appreciate well, you were probably it. brokenhearted. Uh, it, 
No, not by any of it, but it's sort of neat. <laughs> we, we talked before about sort of the chapters of this company, and that chapter is done now. That's sort of that that big thing that they ran with and sort of the, all the different places that it went and all the different stories it told. Um, that whole thing has come to a close. And it, it, it was it all the way through the episode, right? You also – right to the end of Sammy dropping. For sure. Um, I thought it would have kind of been cool for this to – for them to keep the inner circle name. That mm. Jericho's just a huge egomaniac and I am the inner circle. The, the Jericho Appreciation Society is a Terrible horrible name for a faction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if, if I'm if I'm Daniel Garcia 2.0, who are pretty reasonably over in their own ways, and they're like, okay, guys, you're gonna be working with Jericho. They're like, wow, what a what a way up the card. I'm sure we'll be equals. And I'm sure this is part of the story, you know, that Jericho sucks up the whole room and of they course. eventually turn on him. It's like the Jericho Appreciation Society. Not good. Would have been cooler. You can get the same thing across just by staying as the inner circle, even though you've lost Santana and Ortiz and no one cares about Jake Hager. Inner Circle 2.0, as people are saying. Like it literally it's the name of the they're already called 2.0. You may as well they may as well be able to continue calling them 2.0. It's that just, one's it's right ex- there. Exactly stupid enough for Jericho normally. Jericho. Million million different ways you could have gone with it. But but uh Anyway, Zoobs, wonderful opening segment to get us rocking and rolling into tonight's AEW Dynamite. Up next, a CM Punk video promo. AEW always does this after the pay-per-views, and I love it. These post-match promos, Mox has a great one, too, uh, from, uh, geez, what is it? It'd be, what's before Full Gear? I guess it'd be All Out from last year. He has a great one, and uh, this one was a great one of Punk, still caked in his own blood in some of MJFs, I assume, talking about how, this was the crazy punk nobody thought that they could bring out. Uh, he surprised himself. Just great to see him. Uh, he is the best wrestler in the world. I know that that's uh, divisive amongst our chat, but he is. Uh, this promo, he was missed on this show for me. Uh, I I felt sadness. I said this on our review show, which of course is available on the podcast feed as well, about this feud ending because it's such a, a great part of Dynamite for me, MJF and CM Punk. So very curious to see how they start this Hangman promo, or if they do, wherever. I guess they're probably, that's going to get built for Double or Nothing, and they'll have something in between. So, very curious to see where Punk lands, and a good little video package here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have much to add. That's well put, and uh, I think, as you mentioned, sort of the, I think that is like the best, like, Moxley, consistently has like the best Moxley promo, right? They get him coming out, and he's steaming, and he's walking around, and he starts talking like this, and he's, you know, it's very much, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that's, I think that's like Moxley Cam, that, that post-match interview. I do, you know what? I'm happy to call it Moxley Cam around because he's the guy <laughs> I associate most with it by a margin, so love that, Subes. Uh Hangman is out to take on Dante Martin. Uh, Darius returned last Wednesday, but because I said he was so bad, they decided to just keep him off TV this week. Uh, I think it's probably what happened. This is weird to me to just have Dante alone after the Darius return last week. But nonetheless, uh, he's out here, of course. So he gets his world championship opportunity against Hangman Adam Page. Now, this is the classic match we like to talk about, Zeus, where there's a, it's a TV match with a big champ against a guy who's not going to beat him. And it's not the only marker of quality of the match, but the believability that the, the underdog might win is, I think, one way that you can gauge these things. I never really got there with this match, but I think something really cool that Dante does is he dodges strikes by doing moonsaults. Mm. <laughs> like, it's so hilariously <laughs> overkill. Like, Hangman's going for for uh, basement, uh, the Ishii, the Ishii clothesline, the basement clothesline. I forget what it's called right now. 
but uh, <laughs> he does a backflip to get away from it. It's like, it's so needlessly flashy, but I don't hate it. Uh, at points, I did think this got pretty cooperative. Uh, Dante, of course, so flashy off the top rope, but it involves a lot of hangman just waiting in a certain spot for Dante yeah. to jump on him. Never my favorite style of thing in a match, but huge things to put over Dante. Hangman sells for him. Uh, good TV match. Yeah. How do you, how'd you like this one, Sue? I think it's it's nice. I'm always happy to sort of see Hangman have matches. Uh, it's nice. I think it's nice to have your champion have defenses. You know, you get a little bit into the, into like Dante's number two in the singles rankings. <laughs> uh, okay, then why would anybody wrestle? Why wouldn't you just go to, to elevation and like rack up? three wins a week like, you know, like it's way better than just being on dynamite to, if i'm if who's like a, if i'm a lance archer you're not seeing me on the main show for i'm gonna go 100 and 0 <laughs> yeah. over on dark like, okay well i'll cash in my five title shots please um anyway uh but no i agree with you that it sort of it, I, I was never like oh the the championship's in peril but i do see it as a nice function um for the poach match thing and be like hey man you were in a tough spot and you you dealt with it and i think in a few years you'll be here i think but i with you i think there was a there's a clear step down in quality of opponent with you know who he's who hangman's defenses have been um in the previous matches even even down from from the murder hawk monster himself it's sort of talking about a less of a veteran guy and more as you said a guy who has a specialty and does it very well but totally there's a lot that goes into creating like a really high level um you know championship match but it's nice to have a championship match on on dynamite and get to see hangman continue to sort of cons consistently wrestle which is you know you want to sort of see everybody in these cycles and he hasn't done a ton of it so yeah, and I like Hangman not having to have, like, a half-hour match with Dante. I was glad that he didn't, didn't just need the dead eye. Was, yeah, yeah not a lot of near falls. Just, yeah. Totally. This was a, a good title defense against a guy who he should beat. And, again, if you have that post-match promo coming where he goes to such a big job of putting him over, you kind of do whatever in this match. I thought Hangman really came across as the big brother in a great way here. Um, totally agree with Sever One. This is just a match where it's like, oh yeah, gotta clear out that top five. Like, gotta have a reason not have Dante Martin as the number one contender. Uh, Ashley Kutcher saying Dante Martin top of the rankings. That thing we all knew. I you know, can't say it any better <laughs> than that. Uh, Jack Black saying crazy hangman putting Dante over so hard. I thought so too. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Saying <laughs> I read the AEW rankings every morning in the paper. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, seventh offensive. Am I stupid for thinking Hanger was going to take top flight for his two partners? No, not at all. Not after You're that. You're not promo. stupid. I don't... You're not stupid. Not stupid. Oh, gotta be kind to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no more negative self-talk. <laughs> seventh offensive. Yeah. You're smart. In fact, no, that, How's no that? we're dumb. That's a different thing. Don't you lump in me with that? With the twice as smart as the zooms. <laughs> Obviously, the opposite is is the exact truth. Uh, really liked everything about this angle until the entrance of Adam Cole, baby. Zoobs, I'm still coming off of the New York pill, right? I watched WWE for a long, long time. I got to tell you, I got PTSD for this kind of thing. One guy wins clean at the pay-per-view, and then the guy who loses comes out and goes, that barely counted because of this, and you're a coward if you don't accept a rematch. That's not how it works. If you kick a guy's, I've had my ass beaten, Zoops. It's over. You, you won. That's, we settled the score. If the winner says, okay, hey, you've worked your way up, you want to go again, okay, you've earned it. That's a different thing. The loser can't come and be like, oh, yeah, you wimp, you're running from me. I hate it. 
Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. it's because <laughs> I didn't love this feud to begin with, but it wasn't something that I felt we need to return to. I thought this would have been a great spot to bring back Miro or a different mid-card heel for uh, Hangman to feud with before he gets to his big double or nothing feud. You barely beat me and two guys. Come on. It's like, <laughs> all right, man. But I, but I think this is this is more we get the the more of the eye rolling backstage. This is almost more in service of the block story than it has mm-hmm. anything to do with Hangman Page. Like, there's a little bit a little bit of a piece of we, they do the Dark Order thing a little bit later on, later on where it's like, is he starting to not? He's starting to realize that like he can't rely on them in in actual matches other than hanging out and being a buddy. Um, totally. But uh, I don't expect this to be like an extended. I don't think it'll be an extended period. I think we might have we're gonna we're gonna have the tag match or the 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 six know, man yeah the six man and that'll be sort of the parting of ways uh gumby saying normally on your side j zero but i think there's enough history with this that it could genuinely turn into something interesting i'll let it slide once yeah that's totally fair and i'm i'm willing to give aw the benefit of the doubt i just think that adam cole wasn't like a hangman op- of all of hangman's opponents he wasn't one. It's like this is the first i guess brian's a repeat opponent but not in a feud way and um, they draw, but no you draw the first time that's right. Uh, but you're right, Gumby. This isn't like a pattern thing. I'm not raising the alarm or anything, but just for me, I go, eh. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinnaju saying, yeah, I really like Colin Hangman, uh, but had to really roll my eyes about interrupting a champion and trying to get a rematch. Yeah, it's like, you lost. We, we Anyone else could come talk some shit, but you're, you're the only guy who's asked I kicked four days ago. Bad segments is double X 307. Just, I just... I don't even know if it's a bad segment. I'm just not hot on the the booking or angle, but I could imagine it playing that way. Um, he should. What, what, maybe. What if though? Let me let me play. Let me get the eraser on the back of the pencil and just make an edit. I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not deleting this idea. I'm okay. gonna edit it. Right. What if Adam Cole had come out and said, "Who's ready for story time with Adam wow. Cole, baby?" Because okay. that. Let's be honest, dudes. Because I don't like that. People and that's that me. Yeah, people that's- eat that up. Yeah, so if he would have done that, then, he's a, then he'd be getting heat, and then I'd, I'd say, well, he's being a good heel by doing something I don't. Who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? And then, <laughs> yeah, who's ready for story time with the Zooms, baby? And he pulls up a chair, going. and then he goes, last week, whatever he said, yeah, barely, you barely beat me and three people. I mean, that's heat, brother. <laughs> we got to get Hangman into something he can stick his teeth into a little more, I think. Like CM Punk? Be interesting, wouldn't it? I mean, if you, if you can't sing, I, listen, man. They're going to have the same problem that Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa had on Sunday, following CM Punk and MJF. Can Hangman do it? Like, can they can they craft something as good as I don't know. It's going to be a big test. Eric Hartman called in on Sunday, uh, who's in the chat now, saying Wrestling Brain. More and more people are saying Wrestling Brain. Thank you, Eric. Fact. Saying that he, he thought, uh, maybe I don't want to put words in his mouth. He was crafting a take that maybe MJF was already a more complete uh, and over wrestler than Hangman. If I'm misrepresenting you, Eric, correct me in the chat. I think that's roughly right, but we took a bunch of calls. And I think if you want to compare their punk promos or their punk feuds, you know, that that, that would be the angle I'd be taking uh, in Eric's position. Eric says he is forming a crap in his ass. So there you go. (laughs) I'm forming piss in my balls currently, but. Zooms. Different this guys. is not stored in the balls, you monster. <laughs> Maybe yours isn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Listen, lukewarm at best sometimes on Adam Cole. Uh, don't think this is him at his best, but I, you know, I don't think this is the hangman journey. Gumby wants Eric to prove it. That seems like a fair request if you're going to come talking all that shit literally. 
Um, but yeah, felt a little New York to me. But I, I imagine these guys are just going to have a TV match on the next big Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, Hangrel win, and we'll go from there. Next up, Brian Danielson is out first. Followed, I'll say, what, five, six feet behind by William Regal? This is kind of a fun manager relationship to me. We, Regal's taking it all in. Brian's now, he's like shadow boxing. These guys' dynamic, it's just so easy to understand, right? Like, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to everything here. But specifically about Brian and Regal, uh, it's no wonder these guys get along, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, want, I want you to go on. I... Uh exactly what this needed exactly what what danielson needs at this at this stage where he is uh perfect i think regal is perfect and i it's almost hard to see through the hearts of my eyes for for what for regal to sure. even like acknowledge this beyond like i am in love with the fact that this is happening sort of in, in a in like a really in a really genuine way that makes my heart warm i'm just like i'm so glad regal is involved <laughs> it just like it seems I, I don't see how it could not be great basically whatever they decide to move him around into i think he's a guy that makes everything a little bit better and was already really in on the on the mox danielson partnership was already in on the stable already in on all of it um regal's relationship with these guys uh is is just pitch perfect for what they're trying to do and uh i'll take it all Mox enters separately. These guys do not have a song together or a tag entrance. Sometimes that could be a sign of a short run, which wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing here. But now that Daniel Garcia is aligned with uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society, I think that basically excludes them from the Dragons and Dojo for a bit. So maybe we will see a run here. Um, but entering separate, you know, there, there's some pro wrestling history that'll tell you this might be a short run. Uh, they have the match against Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake, the workhorsemen. Everybody was uh, was uh, dumping on this name on Twitter. I don't mind it. The workhorsemen. Sure, you, you get the idea. Yeah, they're worse. They're far worse tag team names out there than the workhorsemen. Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like if you see the guys, it kind we're, of, we're on a show. Kind of... <laughs> the show where there's a tag team called 2.0 and a tag team called the Hybrid Two. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's true too. Um, okay. When, when we first were getting the Mox and Brian match and the stakes of, okay, you beat me, I'll join you, I ultimately thought Mox would win. Uh, he did, but because I didn't think they were going to pair up together, which I was wrong about. Because I ultimately thought Mox doesn't actually fit the ethos of what the Dragons and Dojo is. They are both realer wrestlers than, like, Kenny Omega and the Elite and all that crew. But Mox is sort of his ethos of hardcore ultraviolence and all this sort of, those don't run in, in line with Danielson. William Regal made me feel like an idiot tonight. William Regal explaining, I'm not going to try and surmise this wonderful promo. You should just watch it. Well, I am going to try and surmise it, but I'm not going to repeat every part of it. Uh, but to paraphrase, he basically sees Brian Danielson and John Moxley as the angel and devil inside of himself uh, in his past. He's been jealous of Brian Danielson while training him because he can see in Brian that he doesn't have the same struggles that he, being William Regal, has, being the drug and alcohol addiction. Uh, and that Brian Danielson is the wrestler that he should have been, if not for, you know, I've taken damage from others, but also damage from myself. I've gone to war with myself. He does this long speech about morality and how he's realized that he's not going to be here long. 
it might even, it, I mean, he's very specific about this. He says it might even be 10, 12 years from now that my wife has me sitting in front of a, in a wheelchair drooling in front of a window because I haven't taken care of myself. And John Moxley, you and I have done things to each other that would drive lesser men mad, says the man who's just so easy to listen to. Every word William Regal says. I don't know if he's an amazing promo to the levels of the guys we were talking about before, but there's something about the gravita that makes it so easy to listen to. But he sees John Moxley, and he alludes to his recent stint in rehab, and he never says anything aloud, but he does this big, Brian doesn't have the same struggles I do. And he goes, and you. And he explains that they have a much more chaotic relationship and, and what exists there. And he sees that John Moxley could go another way. This anchors the whole act to me. This is, uh, for as long as these three are rolling together, they need to be on every show, interacting with everyone. For me. Unbelievable stuff by William Regal here. And I love that they were that, that they're tagging like there's they're not they're not even really hinting at any at any sort of anger and they, like they're just like really efficiently tagging and like operating as a machine. They should they really should win the tag titles. I think I, I'm I'm from, I'm pretty heavy into this it, and it's easy. Week one of a wrestling thing is like the easiest possible thing to start like braining out, but um, it went so well and everybody in this is such a great performer who we have talked about what anchors so many of the good performers on this show is reality. Um, they're telling a story that makes a ton of sense with everybody involved and plays to their strengths. Regal to explain it and to pull faces in the background and to sneer and to <laughs> yeah. accompany Brian Daniels into the ring. And like, you know, it, it, it's it, this is the good stuff. This is the good stuff. And I think um, totally in line with what I was talking about earlier. And, and you did talk about it there. The great job Regal does of explaining why everyone's together. Um, before that, he goes into like he just talks about, you know, he's, he's tearing up. He's tearing up talking about uh, what it means to get the chance to be back and to be doing this and to be to be part of this stuff. Because, um, again, I'm another guy that I'm sure, as you said, as, and as he said, you know, counting the years, aware of how many good years he has left doing this, um, probably thought once things started to go sour for him in New York that, that this was probably done. He was going to have to, you know, maybe he's got a role somewhere doing something, but getting to tell stories like this, probably not part of it. And uh, he is part of it. And. It's awesome. Just great, just great vibes. I was, I was feeling so good about this whole fucking show. I'm thinking totally. I'm talking about a seven show. I guess I'm talking about a seven show. Things don't, things don't generally resonate this deeply. And then you're like, ah, there was things I didn't like, but there really wasn't. You're being, this, you're you know being I mean? talked up during yeah. the episode. And, I love and, it. And from myself, a little self-talk. That's what we're all about. Uh, Tom Hummel here, uh, shouting out Maddie Mac for saying that tonight was like a season three start of AEW. I think that's really right. Uh, Ruble MJ sort of backing that up, saying it's so nice to actually start new stories after a pay-per-view. Maybe that's why the mm-hmm. Cold Hangman thing felt maybe tonally off uh, in the body of the rest of it to me. But yeah, totally agree with these guys. And a great point by Matty Mack. It did feel like that. And before we move on, uh, interesting tag team note. You know how um, the workhorseman, you know, Jungle Boy's dad is Luke Perry. Yeah, yeah, this, this I know. Yeah, yeah. sure. The workhorseman, yeah. get this. Uh huh. Dad is is Bojack Horseman. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> That's the worst one yet. That's the stupidest one yet. I've had some stupid jokes. That one's the stupidest. <laughs> Put this man in prison. I'm, <laughs> actually... I'm a prison absolutionist. I still think Zeus has to go to jail for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's coffin match stuff. was funny right coffin match was funny this that was one hilarious. that one vod vod watchers will go back and they'll 
pinpoint the moment I thought of that joke. And, and, and see if you like funny, uh, grab yourself a drink, uh, 10, 15 minutes till the first half of tonight's Merch Madness. Uh, tell your friends. It's going to be good stuff. But before we do that, Zoobs, it's time to get to our first Keep It or Kick It of the evening. Of course, Keep It or Kick It, the segment where I throw it a prompt from the wrestling world and you, Zoobs, and you, the Brainiacs in the chat, will head over to your emotes bar where you'll find two emotes, one that says keep and one that says kick, and you will respond to the prompt with such. If you keep it, it means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it. And if you kick it, it means you hate it, you despise it, you never want to see it again. Zoobs, are you ready for this edition of Keep It or Kick It? Ready to go. Ready to go. People pointing out some of the other good ones. Yearly's place. I'm pretty. I'm oh, pretty... <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about weekly's place. <laughs> weekly's. <laughs> weekly's place is one of. Is it my favorite? No, I think. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, you have had some hitters. When I start to think coughing, of my favorite, Zoom coughing shows. match, maybe. Yeah, coughing match was the one that came to my mind. <laughs> just funny to think about. What would it be? <laughs> Uh, first, keep it or kick it of the evening here, Soups. Uh, keep it or kick it. So many great promos in AEW, Zoobs. Uh, it's almost, despite sort of starting as the work rate company, or its critics will say the t-shirt company, it's almost developed into the promo company for me, a company where people can actually get on the mic and say what they mean. And Zoobs, mm -hmm. William Regal was as effective as anybody tonight, I thought. But then it got me thinking. This faction of him, Brian, and Mox is packed. So my keep it or kick it to kick us off tonight. Keep it or kick it. This statement, William Regal is the best promo in his faction. What's he done? What's he done here, folks? What's he done here? I wouldn't, I wouldn't rush to answer this if I was in the chat. I would be... Brian Danielson, somebody who started out, I think, as a, an outright bad promo. And sure. has developed into somebody... Like a late career Bret Hart, I think, who who's mostly good and when they really fire up, capable of getting into something much better. I would say some of his stuff, if you were if you were doing a highlight reel video of the best promos in WWE in the last ten years, he would appear in it, I would say. A couple times, I would right? think. So that's uh, interesting. And we all know this company built on the back of Mox promos. I mean, that's that's why we're here. This is Mox. We got nothing on them. We got nothing in the show. Oh, we had 45 seconds to 90 seconds of Mox. Worth it, was it. Pretty good, it was a pretty good show, you'd say. Okay, here we go, Zoops. Let's jump into the chat. Reasonably split, it looks like. Good friend Jake with a keep. Gummy Dumb's Crimes with a keep. Pacefall with a kick. Maddie Mac with a kick. Jay's Retro with a kick. Danny DeRosha with a keep. No clue what this is with, with a keep. Danny, uh, Dennis Dirty Work kick. Area Thrasher kick. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Keep. Chain Wallet Owner Keep, Double X 307 Keep, C Suppa 55 Kick, Thomas Kick, McVander Huge Kick, Brick Mittens Kick, Tom Hummel Keep, America is So Bad Kick, Jack Black Keep, Seventh Offensive Kick, Fast Dave Keep, Kev Sell Keep. Maybe 60% Keep for Regal. Regal Man, is the best. You did. That was a great prompt. That's a great prompt. Thanks, brother. That's one of the, that's one of the best of the year. We're talking about highlight reel of the best of the year. That's one, one of, of the, the best. best. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Zooms. What a nice thing to say. Where you are should... you on it, though? Uh, boy, I would probably say kick, only because uh, I think Mox, I think Mox is capable of of something that is going to be a little bit bigger in terms of because he's actually the wrestler. You know what I mean? It's sort of he's actually the guy going through it. Regal will deliver some incredible speeches and give us some incredible moments. I think. I think when Mox, I still don't think Mox is even really operating at at. He's come back in phenomenal shape. I don't know that his wrestling 
mind is is quite yet like firing on on the all stoners that some of the other guys in this company are i think when he gets that focus and figures it out and gets the direction uh he's capable of some stuff that i don't know that the other two other two are sort of able to get not that they're able to get to but like would be getting to in this stable or in the, in the near future i'm gonna go to the chat here because a word was used to describe regal's promo tonight which i think is good is regal more capable of a human promo than mox is sure maybe yeah maybe that's a good although you know mox the humanity the the good thing there were the good guys i think i lean mox but i I don't know that he's brought me to a place that regal did tonight if i'm being honest i think he can i I guess that's sort of what i'm saying yeah no very fair uh damn it damn it damn it saying first is hard times obviously come on come on you you go look i'm looking at the camera hold on once the show's over you go head on over to youtube you you go you go type something in here you're gonna type in these letters d-o-n hit the space bar m-u-r-a-c-o space bar p-r-o-m-o you're gonna hit enter you're just gonna just gonna click every video click every every video that comes up click 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 you're going to come back here next week and you say, Dusty Rhodes, have a seat, brother. Don the Rock Morocco is the best promo. Okay, let's move on. Well said. Rubel MJ subscribing for that. A fellow magnificent fan, I have to presume. Thank you, Rubel. Nice <laughs> uh, Boy Online also suggesting an awful waffle search. We, have, we might have to watch that in the post show tonight. It's been a yeah, while. Yeah, at least some people haven't seen it, so. Yeah, we'll have to get to it. Uh, I, I can't stress enough how great I thought Regal was here and how willing to bear his soul he was. Like, his story's out there, right? So to, like, acknowledge, okay, you know what I've been through. Let's just put it out there. It's brave, man. Like, I wouldn't want to talk about my worst moments or at least allude to them on national television. He didn't do any of this on NXT. Yeah. Uh, inc- you have to respect it. The, sort of the theme of the night, sort of the theme of, of what was great about tonight and, and what has been a running theme in the last little bit of the company. So I love it yeah. as I sort of off the top, you sort of know how I feel about what they're doing with this sort of stuff. So, yeah, it just filled, absolutely filled the brim. People in the chat asking questions about what the awful waffle is, which, of course, I appreciate. So, yeah, we a good uh, Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> Uh, Dark Order is backstage with Marvez and is asked about their relationship with Hangman Page. And wouldn't you know it, the hanger's right around the corner. He interrupts and apologizes to Alex, says, sorry for shoving you at the pay-per-view. Everything's all good with us. But actually, I just ran into Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, and they're going to be my tag team partners for next week. Uh, Sorry, guys. And then they have sort of an awkward, stilted moment. Oh, yeah, it's cool, man. I I wasn't, I'm busy. I, frankly, listen. I understand why Hangman does not want these guys to help. (laughs) It's funny that we're just sort of, it's like they were doing, they did this for a long time. Right. And then they were doing this, like this this exact segment for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. This was like a month of segments. And then they stopped doing it. And now they're sort of doing it again. Right. Um, I guess that's sort of like the, when Hangman has nothing to do, this is sort of what they, what they have to him do. Right. Because we're, Uh, because we also got the ex- exposition about the young bucks are like, we're not fighting hangman. Right. They said that to yeah. Adam Cole. So I think that something involving that is sort of the long road here, whether it involves dark water or not. I think this is just 
we had hit our limit on these exact segments a while ago. So let me throw something your way. Does it make sense to have the House of Black or Red Dragon take out Jurassic Express next week and then the Young Bucks have to come to Hangman's uh, aid? Ooh. Whoever's next up for Jurassic Express. That, yeah. that would make sense to me. Because uh, I agree. I, I ultimately, I, I'll be wrong, uh, but I'll, I'll go on the record. I don't think it ultimately is uh, just all champions. Even though that's cool, world champion with tag champions, I don't think that's what we end up with in the ring. But we'll see. Uh, okay. Will or Yuta is up with Pac. I should probably do, I have merch match written for later, but we should probably do it sooner than I thought. Yeah, well, we can do it after this bad boy, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, not a ton to say here about Wheeler Yuta and Pac, except I am glad that Wheeler Yuta got an entrance. It's nice that, you know, get that fed to the lions thing. It's nice to get to show up in uh, pants that were made in Tron. Just trying. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is a good match. It was what it was. Uh, this wasn't as good as Hangman and Dante earlier, but spiritually kind of a similar thing going on here. Yeah, and, uh, you know, sometimes we will, sometimes we're individual move caller outers, and I want to call out the uh, top rope brain buster is ridiculous thing to have leading into the, leading into the submission. I love it. I love it. The, 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 those are his three, like, that, that's the signature finisher combo is the, is the top rope brain buster and the, 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 what is black arrow, red arrow, whatever he calls it now. The and, black arrow, yeah. and the submission if those that's the three ring i love i like that a lot he's got such a cool move set park is so cool i wish he was doing yeah. this all the time this is all, this is why everybody comes in here and is like parks in the s tier with with like you know they're like oh man parks up there with punk and brian people that's people will believe this and that's great and i love it um you see, you see awesome. a little taste of it and you're like god damn he is fucking amazing absolutely um, nice to see them him get a win back after taking a loss on the pre-show on sunday shows that they're still relevant I, I don't know how active they're going to be until Ray is back. Like this Abrahantis and Pentagon Dark thing or Pentagon Oscuro is definitely going. I don't know. It doesn't feel like a feature, uh, a focus to me right now. So we'll see. As you could just saying, Pac hates his body and he starts to destroy it at all times. Sometimes <laughs> it does look like that. <laughs> Guy is so jacked too. Crazy. You have to respect somebody who's just that jacked. He's, like, good, he's, he's good at everything. It must be so hard to be that jack. Someone's just like eating spaghetti in front of you. You're like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, you basically have to be constantly thinking about it, right? It's sort of the only way to do that. Yeah, probably. I mean, guys like Pac and I get it, but yeah. it would be hard to explain. To... It's almost <laughs> yeah. not a it's not a sacrifice. It's the way of life for you guys. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I, was, I was looking at uh, I was looking at somebody else on this show. JD Drake, I think, is who I was confused <laughs> Well, he's a horseman. What do you want? Yeah, well, both two work horsemen, he and I. Yeah. Two guys of premature graying. Thank you, JD Drake. Adam Cole is backstage with the Young Bucks and Red Dragon. He starts describing who he's going to pick for the his partners the following week, describing the Young Bucks, saying they're guys who like to party. They're guys who live in Hangman's head. Pardon me. But then the Bucks say, guys... Or Adam, we told you, if it's with Hangman, we can't. And he shifts course and says, oh, well, I was I was going to pick Red Dragon anyway. And uh, so that's the match next week right now. Jurassic Express and Hangman Page versus Adam Cole and Red Dragon. Even if that stays as the match, which, uh, you know, I said it won't, but there's a good chance it will too. And uh, that's a pretty, pretty kick-ass match to me. I'm very much looking forward to that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you know, more of the... 
man, Nick Jackson looks incredible. It's just, he looks, looks inc- Every week, you're like, how can he look more incredible next week? And he manages to do it. The shave down into the goatees is extremely stupid. Uh, Committed. Absolutely right. Um, boy, anybody – actually, Kutcher asked – this is a good question. I actually wanted to run this by you. Did anybody think Cole was going to pick an entirely different team here? Yeah, I like did. People did. Who did you guys have in mind? I didn't know, but I was like, is he going to pick somebody? Like, is that going to start the splint with both of them? Uh, I didn't really have anybody in mind in the moment. Hmm. I thought it was. I thought it was. I, I thought he was doing. He was going to pick the Bucks. Was actually was my thought was that his idea mm. was to go with the Bucks. So I was. I was uh, interested. This the way this played out was sort of interesting to me. I the do like buckles. We continue to get. I, I wonder what we get with with the hangman stuff. I would sort of would also maybe like it to not be this. like. Well, they, they try to go back to hangman. And he's like, no, you guys like everyone's. You guys, are, you guys are huge dorks now. Do you not see that you're huge dorks? <laughs> like, you're obviously huge dorks. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, man. Just, just that easy. So if you don't mind, before we talk about this FTR promo, which uh, with a climactic ending, I'd love to throw in a plug for my Patreon at patreon.com slash J0SHC. I was talking to a mutual friend of ours this week, Zubes, and he goes, you don't, you don't talk enough about how good the Discord is. You just sort of say, oh, and it gets you into the Discord. Uh, so I want to let people know. Uh, you get you of course get ECW month. You get the the Stu Hart awards. You get all all the solo content that I do behind the Patreon wall. But my Discord is a thriving, great place of wrestling discourse. If you were craving a little of that, five dollars gets you all the episodes and into my Discord. patreoncom slash j 0 shc There you go. Beautiful. There you go. Uh, FTR's promoing. Uh, he wants revenge, he's furious, and Tully interrupts Dax Harwood. Not something I would do, Zoops. Nor You wouldn't interrupt Dax Harwood, would you? Absolutely not. Just out of respect. Uh, he says, this isn't about family, it's about championships. When I came in, you guys were focused on winning belts. Uh, Cash gets involved and uh, basically says, Tully, you're fired, this is about revenge. And they sever the Tully-Blanchard-FTR relationship. I'm happy about that. I don't know. Maybe they were like told they had one amount of time. And then right before they went live, they're like, you got to cut a minute out of this. Like somebody else went long. This is like a very, for like what should be sort of a big, not the biggest thing, but them getting rid of Tully is not nothing. And this was, how long did the total segment run? A minute maybe? I thought it was a little rushed. Yeah. Like a minute basically on, on the dot. Yeah. And and they, like even the, I think, I think maybe because, um, Cash's line sort of like basically hits the exact mark of when they need to bring the graphic in and there's like no padding on the back of it. It's just like it's very much like you're fired. It, like very much like that. Um, That's exactly it. Yeah. And, I think it's uh, very interesting. Uh, you know, Dax is sort of talking about it, wanting to have to go back to his family and his loved ones and tell them and be proud and all that. And uh, I love the like, I don't know. I sort of love the tonal shift. I Man, I listen to, again, the, the, the emotion colored glasses for the show tonight. Dax was like, don't you understand? We have to fight with our hearts. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we have, it has to be you, you. This is who you have to be here. You have to, it has to be hard and, and you fight with the power of love. Sort of like, I, I think that's, uh, it's hilarious. And, and uh, yeah, with, I think the Tully thing, I think we would both agree probably run its course. They had all the stare downs. Arn's not around. There's really nobody that um, it sort of anchors much to. They don't really need a mouthpiece. Uh, they're a great tag team that, that needs to have great tag team matches. It's not that complicated. And they sort of, um, it that that can sim- can be as simple as their story is, right? I think they sometimes they do their best work when they stray away from that and they get a little too mm-hmm. mealy. That's and they an get important little, note. 
he gets a little, you know, that they're, prote- they're protection guys and they're for hire guys. And it's like what they've always been best at is they were like, hey, we're the, we're the most well-fueled tag team. We're mechanics out there. We're, we're, we want to be legends at being tag teams. And they, you know, they released um, the thing on Twitter about how they're taking select independent bookings because they want to have, yeah. they want to have matches. They want to have dream matches. They want to go all over the world. They want to do all this stuff. Um, and get back to that. I think that's like you can be that character in AEW. You can be that like we want we want to be a, the greatest of all time, and we want to have great matches. And that's our new focus now is going through and like beating all these great teams at their game. Yeah, and and that is a return, like you're saying, to ultimately not only what we happen to like best, but their best chance to become the bigger deal that they should be in AEW. Even I thought the segment was rushed. It sounds like you didn't especially think a ton of it either. Um, Right call here. So, uh, you know, if we're if we're throwing the pinnacle apart, let's, let's get rid of it all, right? Let's have FDR into the tag division and uh, not have Tully on these assisted spike pile drivers anymore and go their own separate ways. This is the right choice to me. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, you know, whatever. All right. Let's do it. The AHFO is in ring. Matt. Hardy is fired up. He's frustrated with this losing. Andrade tells him, be tranquilo. Take it easy, man. Uh, Andrade remains the the cool. If Andrade told me to calm down, I'd calm down. And, I, sure. you know, I can get a little heated. You get a guy like that. It's like, okay, I'll be tranquilo, man, whatever you say. Uh, Matt Hardy having a, a reckoning in the ring with himself. I thought he was pretty good here, actually. Every time I put on a suit, I keep becoming an asshole. Uh, the crowd chants asshole and pans over to Andrade, who's wearing a suit. I thought this was a good touch. I tweeted this out from the account at wrestling underscore brain, but uh, needs to be said again. Butcher looking like the most amazing muscle you could hope for in the background of this shot. I thought Butcher was a, a silent scene stealer in a way that Wardlow's been at times here. I really liked uh, what the Butcher had going on. Uh, they ultimately vote Matt out of this, and Matt thinks he's going to have the support of private party. He doesn't. Uh, they give thumbs ups as w- or thumbs downs as well. And with that, Matt Hardy is kicked out of the AHFO uh a, a faction which he founded this didn't this wasn't quite kicking finn balor out of bullet club but you know something akin to that and uh i think we all saw what was coming next matt do you want me to just keep going here zoops go for it uh matt hardy beat down commences by the other members of the ahfo darby and sting take their time getting to the ring uh on their way to save matt hardy um i always hate this <laughs> you recognize the guy's in dire trouble i know you're sticking matt hardy where's the skateboard this is what you bring up the skateboard. <laughs> yeah. Shoot right on down there. Uh, they go, but it's not enough. They're still out, man. Uh, some fun Darby sequences here. I love how Darby moves in the ring, man. Like he sprints at these guys. What once they're on the ringside, Darby just launches himself. I forget who it's at, uh, but it might be a whole collection of them. He just like sprints across the ring and flies. It's great to see. Uh, but ultimately, the numbers advantage is still with the remaining AHFO members until. Dum 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 dum. Here he is. We saw him coming. Chance of Jeff, an enormous pop. Jeff Hardy is all elite and comes in, does everything, the hits the Swanton, saves his brother. They're reunited. Jeff Hardy's here, Zooms. How did it play to you in the moment? Do you want him here? What are we gonna do with the reunited Hardy boys? A lot, a lot of questions coming your way, but the Zooms can juggle them all. Learned my lesson last time. Not going to try to downplay anything about Jeff Hardy. Uh, the pop huh. tells the story. People want to hear the music. They want to do the dance. They want to see the Hardy Boys. Uh, listen, I would be silly on a show full of people telling stories about addiction and telling stories about 
the tough times they've been through and, and uh, the world they've had to go through to get here Oof. and not believing this is possible. If you're going to tell me that you don't think the Hardy boys can do this right and nail this landing and have a send off that makes you go, there goes one of the best tag teams of all time. Uh, I think you need to open your heart to what this company has done lately. Uh, I think this is a potential to be a real home run in a way that maybe we're not expecting. Totally agree. And uh, I will say this. I'll say this. My wife, who I watch the show with every week now, uh, I'm starting to ask her a little more who she likes and doesn't. She likes Darby. She likes Jungle Boy. Um, okay. Those are good so this, this whole time, I'm pretty sure Jeff's coming out, right? Yeah. And she's somebody who we've talked before. She loves. She loved Chris Jericho when she was in high school. She she knew enough to like love Chris Jericho. I'm pretty educated guess that she loves Jeff Hardy, right? Like pretty educated. Sure. If you're yeah. the kind of if you're a girl who like was like, yeah, I'll watch it. Jericho's cute and funny. Like you he probably was like know the who teenage Jeff Hardy. girl crush wrestler. Yeah, you know who Jeff Hardy is. Uh, I'll tell you this. Pop pretty huge for the for the for the Swanton bomb. The Swanton bomb hit just goes ah. <laughs> <laughs> so was funny. It the most alive you've seen her come for sure, for, uh... for sure. Oh, and the whole time, the whole so time good. I'm playing, I'm like, I'm like, she's pretty outnumbered here, honey. I don't think this is like. This isn't going to be good. And uh, knowing that Jeff is coming out, uh, huge pop. Yeah, Jeff Hardy, you don't is a, have to, it's a big deal. Is any party you think, you know, maybe I'll put on the, the web sleeves and then the face paint. <laughs> <laughs> See how that goes. Uh, huge deal. Enormous reaction. Uh, a beautiful moment, I thought, to have his return moment was staying in ring. I don't know how familiar people in here are with their Victory Road 2011 uh, situation, I guess you'd call it. I paid for that pay-per-view live. Madness. Nice. Um, I want to give credit to our Twitter community here, Subes, because you know what happens online? You've probably have seen this, Subes. No one's ever surprised by anything. Everybody knows everything, oh, no, the, the, this sort of thing. And I tweet out, wow, what a nice thing to have Sting and Jeff back in one ring, and it seems like maybe a, a nice closing of the loop. And we had a couple people say, wow, I hadn't even thought of that. That's a really good point. Or, or something like that. That is that is not a reaction. I like people on Twitter was like, "Oh yeah, well that, that's what you do." I, I I think that's a, that speaks to the community. They're like, "Wow, okay, that was an actual." I was actually surprised, and this is an actual good point. But cool to see. Yeah, um, and as I as I just sort of pointed out with the stories they've told and the places they've gone, I don't suspect that to be a surprise in the slightest, and nor do I expect it to be to not come up at some point to to not have that be a yes. moment where where that gets talked about and where that comes from an honest place about what was going on and and what's happening here um yeah i think uh i think i'm i'm giving this uh you know for the for the fallout of a pay-per-view where a ton of stuff happened i thought this was a nice high point in the back half of the show as well gumby does crime saying a teenage girl crush and also an all-time grumpy crush crush that's true and saying also that they know quite a few people who are going to get back into watching AEW because Jeff is back, which fucking rules. Hardys are a big draw. Okay, a couple things that need to be said. The Hardys are the most over-tag team of a generation. Flat. Jeff Hardy is the most shockingly over guy in wrestling. You've never seen him walk out and not get a reaction. He's been around, he's been around since 2000. You've never seen him not get a reaction. You've never seen him do a good promo. Never seen him get a bad reaction. The charismatic enigma is right. This guy is a staying power. He's not quite to the, the big show level of like people know him in a way that you're actually, oh, you know who that is? Jeff Hardy has a tier of that. People who aren't wrestling diehards, tangentially, the Hardy Boys is a thing for a lot of people. The lapsed wrestling fan here, Hardy Boys, and that means more to them than 
basically anybody outside the elite singles picture there. Oh, Austin's there, The Rock's there. Like the Hardy Boys are the, the leaders in the tier under that or among the Undertaker's big shows and Mick Foley's. It, it's a big signing. I agree with Gumby. Uh, Ashley Kutcher with a great call. CM Punk, Jeff Hardy, Atonement Arc. Like there's, there's a ton. There's a ton on the bone here. I mean, that's a great feud to begin with. Yeah, it's they got it. Wow. Yeah, a lot. You didn't punk just talk about that like a week ago. He called it one of his evils that he regretted. So maybe like having one where he doesn't pour a beer on Jeff Hardy is uh, is something that he'd like to do. I think uh, I think this is potentially um, bigger than I think we as people who are like 2022 very plugged in wrestling fans, I think sometimes can lose sight of it. I think you did a great job there, Josh, of, of tying that together. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to shout out Hardboiled uh, YG here saying Jeff Hardy can do that Willow Drek in TNA and still come out <laughs> of his perma over. Good point. And let's not forget about Itchweed. I mean, the, the guy's done horrible, horrible stuff and never, and not only that, wasn't injured from wrestling until 2019. He injured himself in a dirt bike accident. Like, to consider his style, the guy never took time off from wrestling because of being injured until 2019. He's just, there's just something about him. He's just, you know, all that joke. Oh, he's built different. But Jeff Hardy legitimately is. Like, there's something. It's just, it's crazy. Awesome. Pacefall saying, Itchweed and Willow rule. Now, I'm not here to, I'm not here to shit in your cereal. They are horrible, but I'm, I'm not here to say that. <laughs> Zoops, Zoops might, though. No. no uh, not, not, never again. I'm not coming on here and being negative about Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Let's get into, if we can, our second keep it or kick it of the evening. Go on over to your emails bar. Keep it. You love it. You like it. You want some more of it. Kick it. You hate it. You never want to see it again, Zoobs. Our second prompt. I think at large, people are excited to see Jeff Hardy here into the AEW fold and instantly reunited with Matt Hardy. I wasn't sure even when we were sure that he was coming in. Maybe you want to use his single stars and then save that reuniting for a big pop down the road. You can imagine a company doing that. Although AEW does like to uh, really rush the pop sometimes. Uh, but that said, Zoobs. As happy as we all are to see Jeff, keep it or kick it. The Hardy brothers winning the AEW Tag Team Championships before they retire. It's one thing to be in a division suit. That's one thing. It's one thing to give the rub. It's one thing to get over. But it's a whole other to win the titles, to be the number one tag team in the division. What say you, Zeus? Oh, boy. People, we got some heavy keeps coming out. It was it was split, but then it went it went big time. Uh, it went big time keep. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I I I think I lean kick. I don't know that I need to see it, but I I think I think there's a lot of magic in these guys left anyway. So um, I wouldn't hate it, but it doesn't strike me off the bat as something that I'm I'm dying to see. I think I think yeah, they I have a magic and a specialness just from being there and 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 putting on a good show and and having good memorable matches i would kick as well uh, i don't know if people remember but a uh, final battle i think it's 2018 they have a, a ladder match in the main event of final battle against the young bucks for the ring of the then ring of honor tag team champions which the young bucks win it's an outstanding match it's the day before they debut at wrestlemania and uh them getting their win back over the bucks is their title win to me like they can go and have like some huge meaty ladder blow off with the bucks where the hardys win and that's, that's not, I'm not going to say that's the same as winning the title, but I, I think that's that would satiate something very similar. And what mm -hmm. the Bucks are doing on the show often gets attention, uh, even with them with not having the title. So works for me. There you go. Yeah, I think we're in the same place. But if they win it, it's not, you know, 
if you want, if it's around all out and you want the Hardys to be able to get like some attention and they have your belts because they can get on outlets and whatnot, I get that too. Sure. Yeah. So I'm lots of optimism here. It looks like it was mostly ke- mostly kept. So, um, okay, there you I th- go. Think, I think people are, pre- are, fe- are feeling good. They can have so many meaningful feuds without it. I think I agree with that. I think they're, they have a ton of use and, and we'll get over and, and a ton of good stuff, even without the, the belts being involved. Swerve Strickland backstage with Tony Giovanni. I'm loving this guy, Zoobs. I don't know what it is. I, uh, I'm i in on the Swervester so far. I like the his guy, promo style. You called him Don Morocco on Sunday. Well, I compared his promo style compared to Don Morocco. You didn't call Sunday. him Don Morocco. Yeah, yeah let's listen. <laughs> who is the closest? Who, who's the closest we've come to Don Morocco? <laughs> I mean, geez, come on, right? Yeah, it's it's tough. They don't they don't they don't make men out of boulders. They don't anymore. they don't make them like that anymore. It's sort of yeah, like they, you say. Yeah, you know that freaking cancel culture. Keep it. <laughs> I mean, he's just I don't know. He's I don't know. He's maybe Josh Barnett has like some I don't know. No, he's not as cool. It's tough. Swerve Strickland is interrupted by Tony Nice. Uh, Tony Nice remarking that the crowd didn't go crazy for me when I was shown on pay per view. Uh, you know what, Tony Nice? I respect you, that. You That's a hard me. thing. It's a hard thing to admit. <laughs> Not as good. Yeah. Is Tony Nese anyone's favorite wrestler, Zoom? I hope not. Come on. <laughs> oh, Sims, come on. Well, come wow. on. Have you, have you, you know, have you noticed anybody that he's wrestled against? That like that, That's where I would start for people that I like more than Tony Nese. And then I would, you know, the show you saw Tony Nese on, did you see any other segments? Was anybody else involved at any point? Yeah, Tony needs to be a little more on TV before I can say that I like him more than that. Uh, but he's a little mad because the crowd didn't uh, uh, go crazy for him. He also lets me know that they used to wrestle on 205 Live all the time, I guess is what he was alluding to here. I never watched that program. Cool. But uh, let me let me say this about Swerve Strickland. I want to see this match with Tony Nice, and I can't say that about a lot. If they have a history and like they know each other, that that's a good idea for a, a debut match. Tony Nice then becomes somebody who we can beat and also have a match he's familiar with as he sort of grows into the new environment. I think that's, that's good, smart matchmaking all over the place, and I thought the segment was good. Yeah, I'm happy to see Swerve uh, involved in the show. I mean, it seems like he, he can hang uh, with sort of a level of, of talent and confidence and promo ability that you have to have. He's, he's, he offers something different than everybody else, which is nice. Can I ask you a question, Zeus? And I'll ask this to the chat too. Please. Whose house? Swerve's house. Whose house? Swerve's house. It's a good, yeah. I like that. Whose house? Swerve's house. I like that. All right. How do you follow up Jeff Hardy? Thank you, Kevsell. How do you follow up Jeff Hardy? Well, with maybe your ascendant babyface off the push from CM Punk and Ward or and uh, MJF. Here's Wardlow. The crowd is eager to help this guy. Absolutely. This was not the the strongest, most delivered promo you'll ever see, but they were reacting to all the right parts. Uh, they they want their babyface Wardlow, uh, and he's giving them everything they can. Straight up saying, "I grew up poor." Uh, a very a very babyface promo angle to take. Um. Uh, revealing he's still in his contract with Max. He just doesn't care anymore, Zeus. Uh, he wants a contract with AEW separately. He wants to get his hands on Max. He's tired for doing evil at the hands of others, and he hopes people can forgive him. He was only doing it because he grew up poor and he needed money. I think we've all been there, Zeus. You, you, you've kicked the shit out of people uh, for money, right? It's what people, like, try to give me money for, right? I try to I try to get any other job in the world <laughs> to get away from it. People come to me. I don't, I don't you know. <laughs> 
when you're good at something though you know like you want like i think the old chris rock thing it's like you never see an advertisement for drugs but they managed to get sold right? sort of. <laughs> uh no i agree with you i agree with you on the the and, and the crowd wanting to help him and i think is sort of evidence of what happens when you do the work beforehand you can't just you can't just hand in the microphone and be like okay we need exposition we need a personal story yeah. And we need you to be liked, right? It's very hard. And that's sometimes the situation these guys get themselves into or they get put in, but they've done all the work. The crowd already likes Wardlow. They already want him to be a good guy. It's, we're already there. All he has to do is pass this. It's pass. You don't have to get an A+. You don't have to get, you know, just pass. And he does. Uh, enough to, to a point where it's like, oh, yeah, great. That was worth waiting for. Like it was It was good. It was good. And, and he's a handsome guy who can talk. Like – doing it for the right reasons he was doing the bad stuff for a reason that you can understand there we go all that's done it's perfect and i loved i loved the the point about mjf and still talking about him so maybe he's totally drags it back but like the i'm not out here i'm not out to get revenge on mjf i don't i don't he's i've already had enough of my time it's not i don't even care about the power bombs it's not even what i'm here to do i'm not here to come out and call out mjf for being for this and that like i signed up for it i'm done with it like I, i think that's uh, awesome versus like it's so it would have been so easy to be like MJF I'm gonna kill you and then we get into like okay we're doing that feud like we may we may still get there depending on what MJF does but I liked that you know he took that that mindset from it of like it doesn't consume me it doesn't I, I'm I'm already moved on as far as I'm concerned. Uh, good friend Jake doing that thing where uh, the framing of a compliment tells you what he really means saying he's a better promo than Jungle Boy. <laughs> You just say he's a bad promo. You know, that's a better promo than the worst promo I could think of in the company. <laughs> yeah, you know, Zoom's has more hair than a guy with alopecia, but it's not. It's not <laughs> yeah, right. What are we doing? It's not, it's not. He's not. You wouldn't. You wouldn't call him a Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed this though. Again, it's so good to have your tank full. Like so many wrestlers don't have that lever to pull. Wardlow can pull the lever. He has spent a lot. CM Punk has given him this goodwill with the crowd. So when he needs it, he can he can say the things that everybody's willing to play their role. He can pull that lever of, okay, they know this about me. And so I steer into that. Um, after years of giving it, it's my time to take. And I want it all. If that ain't the damn truth, Wardog, I'm curious to see where you go. Eat my tank, says Matty Mac. <laughs> Never truer. Yeah. I think Zubes. A, a realization that I've had, I've come from like seeing clips is like eat my tank. Isn't for, for like New York fans. It's like, eat my tank is not like a funny, like thing that they no. repeat. No, just, just, it's just part of, have... it's just part of the show. Right. It's just like, what? yeah, it's like, yeah, that gets said on the show. What? And it's like, oh, right, 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 right. It's like, shoosh. Thank you. Right. We, I, I, so I, I did here, go watch a, I sat here a, video a gog for four minutes straight. Just like, I don't even, I when we did that shoosh a thank you uh, shirt, as I told us it was the catchphrase of Gable and Otis. I went and watched a YouTube compilation of him saying it. Um, so he's saying it like shoosh shush people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, and do you know how he says a thank you? No. Okay, so can you talk? And I'm going to interrupt you. I'm not trying to do absolutely. Thing uh, here, I'll, but, start, yeah. I'll read the chat here. Uh, McVander Hughes says it's my favorite one. I think I'm a smart shush. person. I thank you. Oh, so it is like ding dong hello. It sucks, man. Brutal. Shoosh. Sorry for interrupting you. I get it. Terrible. 
That's on a shirt, is what you're saying. (laughs) 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 Just to round this back out. That's the t-shirt that they're selling. Uh, Thank you, thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Okay, so I can't can't accidentally start saying that. Just need to cut that one right out. I was one of those things, like, it's just not going to settle into your brain, I don't think. It's not good enough. Seems I'm going to ask you something. A scale of one to seven, as I like to do. This tank is called the Worried About Keith Lee tank. Uh, and I want to know how full this tank is. Seven is it's at 100% capacity. It is you are you are worried about Keith Lee. Zero is this guy is the most obvious of obvious stars. Surely this program with QT Marshall in the factory uh, is not it, like it's just it's just a a holding pattern one. He's gonna get something meaty and soar up the card. Where where are you on the the worried about Keith Lee tank? Ooh, I'm still pretty. I'm still like a three three and a half. Three okay. and a half, three and a half. The, the whatever this thing is, where it's like we need to have him back here, cutting the same problem over over and over again, and he gets interrupted every week. That's not. This isn't quite good. I I think he's still what a very good. What could you possibly and I was, offer me, Mister Marshall? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he. Uh, you know, let's get back to the checking people around and stuff. Yeah, Keith Miro Lee was pretty bad earlier. Keith, yeah, Miro was pretty bad early on, for sure. That's that's true. But, like, when when I'm thinking, oh, we're going to bring Keith Lee in. Like, oh, Keith Lee, you're going to bring, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm not saying, what what are QT and the fellows up to? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. not, that's not what I'm, that's not uh, exactly, I don't know. It's Way Kobe too Toro. early to worry, says C. Sapa. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's tough. Three we're, months we're, to the next pay-per-view. This is for wins. Yeah, for sure. Um, wins over QT Marshall are like well. Listen, QT Marshall one wins over QT Marshall got Dante Martin and number two seed. So why, you know, why wouldn't you? <laughs> you got me dead to rights there, Zeus. Not even the team Taz level says Maddie Mac. Yeah, that, which that's is what, what we it's what we expected. I think. Yeah, Keith and Hobbs will make the pain go away. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, this promo was fine. I thought QT was pretty good here. I uh, he welcomes them to AEW. Uh, they have a common enemy in Team Taz. QT's pointing out uh, that Keith Lee doesn't want his help. He's good. And he makes an enemy of QT Marshall in the factory. He's wrestling QT Marshall this Friday on Rampage. It'll probably be a pretty good match, right? Uh, nice to see. We, we, people were worried. What will, ha- what will become of the Nightmare Factory with Cody and Cody's status? TBD. Don't worry. So maybe this is them ascending up the card. Yeah, in, don't, in don't worry. Yeah, QT is here to get the hand on the ship. Just get the hand on the wheel. Listen, listen. Oh, you're muted yourself. There you go. Am I back? You are. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Uh, Jurassic Express versus the Acclaimed. Let's do a check-in here, Zoobs. How's the Jurassic Express title reign been? Well, uh, I think it jumped up a notch last week. I think uh, that W at the pay-per-view jumps it up a little bit. Um, so it's been okay. They're coming out. They're out there warm coming into this. So I was feeling good. And and, and everyone loves the Acclaimed is the other thing. I like um, the Acclaimed. Do you love them? Big baseball. I'm a big baseball guy. Uh, Anthony Bowens, I'm, I'm rooting for. Seems like a nice guy. I'm, I'm in on the Acclaimed. I'm in on – and I'm in on, as we said – Listen, tag team division action. That's fine. Even like at least it's tag team champions going up against a team that we've seen a ton of that has earned some goodwill. Uh, 
it, let's reset the tag division. And it seems like, like they did that tonight with a, n- a number of things, right? FTR sort of reset. And yes. we're having title defenses. So uh, I'm pretty happy. And uh, yeah, big baseball guy, Anthony Bowens, former MLB Network employee. There you go. A highlight, a highlight guy, a highlight logger, a real, the real heads. That's was he good at it? I uh, he said he worked there for two and a half years uh, and spent ca- countless nights till four a.m. He said so. He gets the official industry guy to guy nod from me. I actually kind of thought this was a pretty good match. Uh, I enjoyed watching this, especially in its back half once Luchasaurus just goes off. Uh, Jurassic Express's finisher again looked really good, like it did on Sunday. They get a "This is awesome" chant from the uh, crowd. I like this match quite a bit. Good good for Jurassic Express. It's two in a row, man. I, I thought they were, you know, third best match on Sunday on a really stacked card. And I thought, you know, maybe the best match on tonight's show. And Gun Club loves the acclaim. You notice that? They, Gun Club is like the acclaim. Gun Club was in the crowd during the entrance oh, on camera, like excited to see the acclaimed. Um, that would be a funny... That's that's funny. Um, yeah, I like the acclaimed, and I, I agree. I thought this was a nice little, some nice little tag team action. I don't ask for much. We don't ask for much out of the tag team division. We talk, week in, week out. We came out of here. So let us see the chance. Let us let us see some tag team action. Two tag teams wrestling. Yeah, um, Bowen's dad, the eighty the eighties hockey fights guy. That's correct. And yeah, oh yeah, I read that article the other day. See Seppa, given the, given the Bowen's edit suite guy, love him even more now. That's right, and the NHL Network as well. I find his resume on LinkedIn. <laughs> Anthony Bowen's what a what a sweetheart that kid is. I mean, on Anthony Bowen's in a big way. Hell uh, yeah! Seems like a seems like a genuine guy, a funny guy, and uh, I think we're I think we're, we might be cut from the same cloth more than a, more than I knew before. Knowing that he's a love sports that. highlights edit suite guy, big time. Two brain synergy between the zoos and Anthony Bowens. It's a, it's a match made in heaven to me. Uh, Jade Cargill uh, video package showing her insane frog splash from Sunday again. Rob Van Dam to your frog splash out of Jade Cargill. Uh, she builds up this kiss of death, which is where she kisses you and then she kills you. I mean, someone's got to kiss you and kill you. Win, win. Uh, What's the downside? Yeah, you know what I mean, um, <laughs> Good promo here. Smart Mark. They're starting an open challenge. I'm curious of the tier person that's going to come out there. Uh, I've been sold on a lot of different opponents for Jade Cargill. All of them sound good to me. The better the wrestler, the better is basically my rule for her in a match right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fine promo with her and Smart Mark. Yeah, there it is. Look at that frog splash, man. Holy moly. She should, I was thinking, her new thing should be she should stomp her foot and then the earth should like like crater in like half you. and the her opponent should fall into that. That As a spot, her... she should do this. Yeah, that should be her spot. Yeah. I like it. So you're thinking sort of like a Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, uh, they project yeah. something onto the, the Or mat. like she should like she should reach into the sky and like grab a lightning bolt and throw it through her opponents. You know what I mean? I love – here's what – It's sort of – this is what vein. – It's what Jade inspires and like that's what I think. When she's in the ring, I'm like that's what the moves should be. She should be like punching through them. You know what I mean? I'm with you. I, I was sort of going to suggest that we have to find somebody that everybody agrees should die and then let yeah. Jade kill them. Yes. Just let Jade rip someone's head off. It's like, there her, you go. I believe it. Her, It should be like, you remember Gallagher, the 80s comic, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, with the, the watermelons. Yeah. So it should, she should have like a mallet and should just like one of her <laughs> opponents, they should, should just smash like a watermelon. And you're like, oh, I think she wins. You know, I love to ask about your stand-up career, Zeus. Would you? Would you have said Gallagher one of your inspirations? <laughs> I, would, I would not have. Although you do have to respect an inspiration, and like you had to respect uh, going, f- like having that, like going for it, right? 
you have to do Listen, that. You have to do it for the first time once, right? You have to you have to do that. You have to come up with that and do it for the first time once. And that I've never guts. seen him, but like somebody smashing a watermelon sounds pretty funny to me. Yeah, you tell me he's got a big hammer and doing it. Well, although one of those ones, like I don't know if this is true, and I'm just guessing. Almost no chance he has. Like, if you learn anything about him, you'd be like, oh, that sounds like a cool guy. Just, yeah. it just seems like a pretty easy. Like, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's bad. Whatever it is, police no. are. I'm sure they're bad. I have no idea. I'm not. I based that on zero. Uh, Maybe backup. I should go and try and get him canceled, and then yeah. do that act. Yeah, because it's not hard, right? I, I could just go buy some watermelons and a big hammer. Yeah. Thunder Rosa versus Layla Hirsch, who was announced as born in Europe. <laughs> um, I uh, I thought Layla Hirsch, who you know I'm a big fan of, looked really green in this match. Thunder Rosa really leading her through a lot of the offense in the beginning of this match. Um, they end up going to a spot where Red Velvet stops Layla from grabbing a weapon. Uh. Layla still can't cap or uh, Thunder Rosa capitalizes and gets the win here uh, and a title shot in two weeks in San Antonio, Texas. We had a couple calls on our Sunday night pay-per-view review shows Zoom saying that they thought Thunder Rosa would be winning in two weeks in Texas. Uh, I think you are all going to be validated. I think people saying that were largely right. And that's what we're looking at here. Uh, not my, not my favorite match of Thunder Rosa's. Um, yeah. Well, uh, it's pretty. If she does win in San Antonio, it's 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 pretty telegraphed, but so it goes. Uh, they set that up pretty clearly. Like, I like the cage match. I'll say that. I like the, I like the cage match dip. I think that's gonna work. Uh, I think that's gonna work. You know, they haven't overdone the cage match, so it'll, it, I think it also plays to the strengths of you know where they hit their heights with the uh, with their previous the the light with the lights off or what lights out. Yeah, lights out. Um, yeah, Brit, Brit's character makes a lot of sense in a steel cage, too. Is it the one where you gotta escape out the top? I hate those matches. Great question. Yeah. So, yeah, your client, I don't know. Second we'll ever see. in AEW. So, there you go. What was the first? Oh, uh, Cody and uh, who did Cody face in the cage? Wardlow? Yeah, Moonsault off the top. Oh, yeah, it was Wardlow. You're right. There you go. Nice no escape pin only. There you go. There you go. I like that more. Uh, Britt Baker promos about this match. Where's Mercedes, she asks. Good question. Uh, I haven't been able to follow it, so <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know where she is either. Um, Ruble saying Layla is the John Silver of the women's division. I, I don't think so. No, just because she's short? No. Yeah, no. She's like He's like a super personality annoying guy. Goofball, yeah. She's, she's very muted. Um. I mean, they're both short. Yeah. No, no, no doubt about that. But I didn't, I didn't think much of the Brit Pitt promo here. I'm not saying I'm ready for her to lose the belt. Um, I don't know exactly how she fits in without the belt in some ways, if it's the time off situation. Um, but I guess she's just had, it's one of these situations. She's had to cut a lot of promos on Thunder Rosa at this point. Yeah. Um, but she carries the promo load in this feud. Yeah. It seems like we're waiting for the next for a next thing to come along um, here. That's sort of the next step in this story. I think we've I think we've we've hit the ceiling not the ceiling but we've sort of maxed out what this Brit run is and the stories they're going to get to tell and and sort of where they're going to go with it. I think we've covered all the ground they can cover. They they ruby twice. They sort of ran through basically everything they need to run through. Um, I think a, a reset probably needed as as so much of the rest of the show we talked about felt like some resets all over the place. I think getting this. Title swapped. Uh, we'll do that for for these two. Action, could you pointing out that uh, three weeks until Tony Storm can sign somewhere? Mm. 
Yeah, I wouldn't hate an injection of Tony Storm into the women's division at all. Uh, Jamie turns face and feuds with Britt. Yeah, I think I think they definitely pull the trigger on that at some point. But then then it's like, okay, Jamie Hader wins that feud, presumably. It's because Britt off TV after two losses. You have to push Jane. Like, you can't push the one who lost. It's interesting. Main event time. Scorpio Sky challenging for the TNT title against Sammy Guevara. Tonight, his last night as TNT champion, as Scorpio Sky does pick up the win here. Uh, I'll describe this as a truly unforgettable spot. The 630 just <laughs> threw a table. <laughs> truly hilarious. Uh, uh, well, I, friend... I can't even call it like a good, like it looked <laughs> stupid. Like he was clearly not there. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it was Torque Penderloin who pointed out, like every time Sammy does the, does the, I'm crazy. I'm so crazy. Uh, it you always like you're you're like that's so stupid and then immediately after like he does something uh, unbelievable happens the fucking six thirty through the table us <laughs> hollering hollering laughing at this I, yeah, I'm, I I'm gonna play it on repeat <laughs> oh I'll never take this down this is maybe since the power bomb the sting power bomb uh in terms of rewatchability of a spot this is hysterical to me to watch him just it's chuck like himself even like a spot of the year contender it's just like an insane thing to do i'm crazy are you the show Flat. Yeah. oh wow you you sure are yeah um that was not what I'm... Asking, am yeah. i the only one happy sky one no okay so two things i don't like this much this match as much as some of the timeline but i thought it was a good match uh, I'm ready for, I don't think Scorpio Sky is getting a long run here. I think I know where this is going, but I, I don't think Scorpio Sky is getting a long run here. War dog. But, that's right. But, Dan Lambert, you're folding in Paige Van Zandt into the women's division. I didn't bring that up at the end of the Layla segment, unfortunately. Oh, no, they, they went face-to-face here with Tay Conti. Tay Conti runs in. Uh, I liked all the all ego and Dan Lambert involvement in this match. And then the stare down between Tay Conti and PVZ. I thought there was a lot of fun. I, I like these. Um, what do you say? Fuck fests a bit more than other people. Like I like the interruptions and the other people joining the fray. Gargano Walmus. And I like run-ins in some instances. It can't be all the time, but I thought this match used them well. and was fun. Let's have a small laugh for Cody really really meaning really clutching the TNT title close to his heart and being like, this is my title. This is the title that I care about. And, uh, and Dan Lambert now having claim to it is <laughs> got to give her the old Dan thumbs up a out of that one. <laughs> uh, Ruble MJ saying couldn't disagree more. Dan Lambert is bad TV. Come on. Come on. Uh, nice little TV change on a Turner network. I agree with Maddie Mack. Uh, this was a fun match. Scorpio Sky is not my favorite wrestler, but the whole package of American top team having a belt for a couple weeks and uh, the involvement in the matches, that, that works for me, brother. And War Dog. We, we give this baby to motherfucker to War Dog and let's kick this thing into gear. Yeah. Let's 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 put this thing into gear. The Zoom says it best as always. Eric Hartman saying, I really love to watch him go through the table. Yeah, I'll put it back. I'll, put, I'll go back to it. Yeah, it is, it is a uh, masterpiece in destruction. I'm crazy. Smash. <laughs> you don't be crazy. I, I, I could crazy do that, do but I don't. Yeah. yeah. Physically, I can do the 630, but I'm not crazy enough. Oh, yeah. It's easy. It's not so much that I'm crazy. It's that I'm smart enough not to, you know? If he wouldn't have done that, there's a chance he could have hit the guy. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that would have been a mess. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
the amount of spins he does seems Photoshop says Gumby. I agree. Like it's it's genuinely impressive that he can do that. Whips whips himself through that, and the table just like disintegrates. That's great stuff. Uh, Ruble MJ saying post pay per view show without uh. MJF and Punk, and it's good. Yeah, that is that is an accomplishment. Or or Omega, you know, it's uh, yeah. This roster goes. I had a great time with this show tonight. I, I, Me I, too, man. I, I, think, I thought it was uh, a blast to watch. Yeah. Lucky Title us. change at the end of the show always gives it a big feel too, in a way, right? Jeff yeah, Hardy, but it, it it had heart. It had heart, as I think I got across. This thing had heart and feeling the whole way through, and uh, made me. I said this. This combined with Sunday um, makes me feel really good about where we are with professional wrestling. Just sort of like, and I, I talked about this, and I want to get this on the podcast. So I want to do it now as well. Um, Regal and the way Punk spoke in the press conference at the end. Uh, also gives me a ton of of excitement and positive feelings about ROH. We talked about ROH last week on the show, and you know the the announcement was sort of rushed, and we batted around a little bit about what it meant. Um, and I talked about it on Friday and Friday lunch, and I was like, they have the, the big D word developmental on there. I don't know about that. And then seeing the way Punk talked about it in the post game thing. I was sort of struck with like I now give the faith and the goodwill that they've earned from all this. And one thing is abundantly clear. ROH means a ton to these guys. It is not just like like it's easy for us to be like, oh, they bought the library, that's cool. We'll see what they do with it. The the guys that are there that went through ROH, I feel like they are they are really committed to making sure that they do something special and do something right and do something good in a way that I I think I was maybe a little dismissive of when it first came to light where I was like, they have dark, they have elevation, they're going to do a developmental. I think there's a chance that it, it not long from now, we're like, damn, ROH is fucking awesome. We, uh, we haven't really announced it, but I'll be doing another show on this channel, not in the immediate weeks or anything, but in the next, little while I'm, I'm having a kid in four weeks uh, no, <laughs> by no, the way no. everybody my, yeah, my son is due before the next pay-per-view <laughs> oh my god march that's... is the last month where i do not have a son what a what this show is gonna die this i need i need a i need somebody oh yo yo what i gotta get i gotta get big c's on the line um but it uh yeah totally agree it goes without saying like it's where was I going with the ROH two weeks? Oh, this right. I could see ROH being my beat on the new show. Honestly, like I have plans for the new show, but if that ROH show somehow happens to be on Saturdays, wow, we'll see. Uh, also, sign low key ROH. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see this sign low key. J Zero and friends. Yeah, <laughs> guest host month. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, it's yeah. There will be guest hosts for those Wednesdays coming up. I've checked with a bunch of people, some names you'd recognize, some you wouldn't uh, from this channel. Um, and yeah, we'll, we, with, uh, we have another producer coming on board. So them running it and me with the guests, we'll obviously have the Zoobs as much as we can, but there will definitely be Wednesdays where Zoobs is like, I have a baby right now. And it's like, <laughs> Jay Zero and Friends is right, but we'll keep her rocking and rolling. Wednesday night's right here. We'll have some fun. Yeah, and the for, for the first little bit, it's just keeping it alive. That's all it is. Well, that's right. And you're going to be amazing at it. So uh, listen, you yeah. did the smartest thing any parent can do. 
You married a Portuguese Canadian. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which means you married a village. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I said this uh, to you is you marry a Portuguese woman and everyone's very nice to you and they're very kind. It's like, congratulations, they say to you, you know. You you bring a new Portuguese life into the world. This is a, it's a different level of love and attention that I have suddenly. <laughs> this is a this is a very different situation that we are dealing with. This is not oh. this is not here's some food, have a nice day. This is like no, we got to get the schedule. Who's sleeping where? What's the you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna come out of this. With a renovated basement. You know what I mean? Like that's what... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely everything's going to get done. Your life's going to get easier somehow. <laughs> I want to have a fourth bathroom in a, in a finished basement by the time Manuel moves out of here. Anyways, it's late for people. I'd love to bullshit more like this in the post show, but we got to give it to them. They've waited around patiently. If you are here right now, we will play the merch match theme again. We'd love the follow. We'd love the subscribe. Please consider my Patreon, patreon.com slash J0SHC. All the solo episodes, the Stu Hart Awards, ECW Month just finished four retro reviews of the 1997 year of pay-per-views for ECW, 60 other episodes, and the damn Discord. Full of the best wrestling discourse online. Zoobs, with that, let's get to it. Let's get to our second edition of Merch Match. Nasty Casties, Lemon Energy. <laughs> 